Sometimes it feels like life is a battle for power. Unfortunately, it also feels like when someone gets power, it goes to their head, and all sorts of bad things happen, and people get hurt. Yet, Jesus challenges our human power with authority that was given to him by his Father. When Jesus does this, what happens to the paralytic? How does society react? Tune in to find out. You're listening to The Way with Father Dustin Lyon, a podcast of the Ephesus School Network. I'm your host, Father Dustin. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to John. Let us be attentive. After this, there was a Judean festival, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, there is a pool which is called, in Hebrew, Bethesda. It has five porticles, where there are several sick people lying. They were blind, lame, and paralyzed. There was a man who had been there in the same sick state for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time already. Do you want to get well? he asked him. Well, sir, the sick man replied, I don't have anyone to put me into the pool when the water gets stirred up. While I'm on my way there, someone else gets down before me. Get up, said Jesus. Pick up your mattress and walk. At once, the man was healed. He picked up his mattress and walked. The day all this happened was a Sabbath, so the Judeans confronted the man who had been healed. It's the Sabbath, they said. You shouldn't be carrying your mattress. Well, he replied, the man who cured me told me to pick up my mattress and walk. Oh, really, they said. And who is this man who told you to pick it up and walk? But the man who'd been healed didn't know who it was. Jesus had gone away, and the place was crowded. After this, Jesus found the man in the temple. Look, he said, you're better again. Don't sin anymore, or something worse might happen to you. The man went off and told the Judeans that it was Jesus who had healed him. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. That reading was from John chapter 5, verses 1 to 15. In today's passage, there's a lot happening. We have the sick man, which, in the Orthodox tradition, is often called the paralytic. Though I want to note that while the hymnography calls him a paralytic, in the Gospel text, he isn't called the paralytic at all. In fact, in the Greek text, He's not even called sick. Yikes! It seems we have a case of mistranslation yet again. It seems that's the sickness of our translations. They often get it wrong. The Greek word used here is asthenia, which actually means weak. Now, I suppose you can understand weakness to be a sickness or a form of sickness. Some contexts do, indeed, lead us in this direction. Now, if you want to think of weakness as sickness, 
then you can understand this passage to be an image of our own healing in Christ. In a physical sense, I mean. This passage is a Sunday lectionary reading, after all. And, since Sunday is the day of resurrection, it makes sense that the reading would point us to physical healing in Christ. In the resurrection, all our sicknesses are healed and we are made whole. Yet, I think there's something more happening here. Something more because I think Asthenia is being contrasted with the Judean leaders who are an image of power in this passage. The Judean leaders, after all, aren't only the religious leaders of the day, but because of the way society was structured, they also functioned as political leaders as well. So we have the man who is weak, Asthenia, who is powerless in society, contrasted with the powerful Judean leaders who hold all the cards. Day after day, this man tries to improve his lot in life. But day after day, he is pushed aside and he's unable to make any progress. One could say that society is against him, holding him back. But scripture is about how God usurps earthly power, or rather, how God reclaims power that was usurped from him by humanity. The story of the Old Testament prophets is about how God acted to correct the wrongs of the kings who abused their power. Instead of caring for the weak and the underprivileged, the kings enslaved the people, and God's judgment was swift, exiling the people to Babylon and taking power away from earthly kings. This judgment against misused power continues in the New Testament. Here, by word alone, Jesus empowers the man with weakness, and the man receives his health to pick up his mat and walk. But now that this man is empowered and he's able to function on his own, this poses a challenge to authority. Note what happens next. This day was a Sabbath day, so it was technically unlawful to perform work. So the Judean leaders use this against the man. They chastise him for working, that is, picking up his mat and walking. Instead of celebrating this man's new freedom, they attempt to put him in his place. In the verses that follow today's passage, Jesus challenges even this. This was Jesus' response to them. My father, he said, is going on working, and so am I. So for this reason, the Judeans were all the more eager to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but spoke of God as his own father, making himself equal to God. That was John 5, verses 17 and 18. It's clear the authorities are abusing the law and misusing it to puff themselves up and maintain control over the populace. It's an unhealthy situation. In contrast, Jesus shows us that the Sabbath was meant for us to continue God's work of love and healing for his people and creation. So, to put it bluntly, the Judean leaders are bullies. Now that we've looked at this passage in a bit of detail, I think you see why John used the word asthenia, weakness, 
to describe the man who couldn't reach the pool to be healed. By using this word, John shows us not just Judean authorities' true colors, but human authorities' true colors. And it's not pretty. But the good news is that Christ came into the world. He was sent by the Father to give life to the world, not abuse power. A few verses after our passage, John writes, You see, just as the Father has life in himself, in the same way he has given the Son the privilege of having life in himself. He has even given him authority to pass judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Don't be surprised at this. The time is coming, you see, when everyone in the tombs will hear his voice. They will come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. That's John five twenty six through 29 Yes, Christ is the judge, but his judgment is just, and it has the power to be life-giving, unlike human authority. Just as he gave life to the man who was weak, by Jesus' authority, we are empowered to also walk the way. Jesus says a word, and we can be healed, transformed. By his command, we are given the freedom to pick up our mat and walk. Now, there may be critics out there. In fact, I'm assuring you there will be critics out there, and they will be against us. They will resent the life given to us by Christ. They will want us to turn on Christ. But we must move forward and walk the way according to Christ's command, not theirs. Until next time, keep walking the way, and God bless.